<laughs> we both wearing shorts and, and then we're just gonna be adjusting our fucking, fucking crotches out. Yeah. Oh, welcome back to the Core Life Podcast. Oh <laughs> uh, shit. Uh, this is uh, uh, season seven, uh, episode nine. Uh, we have a whole lot to talk about. Um, with me, like always, is the most handsome man on the east side of Aurora. Give her hands to Lama Lama, baby. Oh, you bitch. <laughs> uh, with me, it's always like Caesar. Caesar, how what you up? Doing? What up? I'm glad to be back. I like ain't fired always. yet. How am I gonna, how am I gonna get fired on my day off? Your t- <laughs> I only work one day a week with this shit. I'm gonna get fired on my day off. Your 10 day contract is almost up. Yeah, baby. Well, my probation period. Um, thank you. No, but thank you guys again for listening to last week's episode. That's the giveaway episode. Uh, Couple of you, I mean, we're going. We still have a couple of stickers. Um, I'm keeping track of them. Like seven of you, like shared it. You motherfuckers. There's like 130 of you listening yeah. at least on a yeah. weekly basis. Y'all don't want our stickers, bro. Bro, it's a fucking sticker. Bro, my sister worked hard on that shit. She, we're paying for it. She everything. has two fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she has at least two fingers. So she has ten, but at least she she has she at least at, two. Fingers, she so. at least used two fingers to yes, do these like yes. click. She does not just have two fingers, but. Oh. Out of the ten, she at least has two <laughs> that you were used to make the stickers. Uh, yeah, motherfuckers, we're gonna we're gonna pay for the shipping and everything. We gotta send one to fucking Texas to our boy dinosaur lover Nico. That's his AOL name. I, he still has not admitted if he's a furry. He's, he's a scaly dog. He's a scaly. He's a scaly. Um, no, but we're we're keeping track of him. Uh, if you're in the local area, uh, we'll we'll figure out a way to meet up and. Um, yeah, if you're if you're if you're local, we'll do a meet up. Oscar said he wanted to get a new car to do a car meet, so we'll just hand him out there. Uh, what? <laughs> I, saw, I saw your tweet. Oh, we'll talk about one. that later. Uh, if you live in the rival gang area, um, please meet us in a neutral zone. Uh, Elotes Gomez is okay. <laughs> Elotes Gomez is not a neutral zone. It's like a neutral like like little corner, but it's not in a neutral zone. Yeah, okay. Well, there's a neutrality there, okay? <laughs> it's like a peace greedy. It's like, yeah. it's like fucking Berlin and shit. <laughs> um... No, but uh, just keep sh- share something. Share something. Uh, we're just trying to get put on. Uh, we're just using free promo, honestly. But in, in return, you get a free sticker. Um, if you don't want the sticker, fuck it. Just let us know. Just share the fucking hey, just podcast. Share the shit anyways. Just share the podcast, baby. Like you let you, us know what made you laugh. Right? Yeah, my coworker just told me that she started listening to it, and she listened to the the one. That was it? Well, was it my first or second episode? Where it was at your crib, and everybody was calling me. My niece on my ring. My freaking! I had to call my sister to let oh, her. That was like in. episode two or one yeah, or something like, like that. My brother called me. My mom called me. Like I was gonna go gambling and my dad called me. P- 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 people were invested in the Caesar Ortega universe, like yeah, right. the C O U. Yeah. <laughs> um, no one's dead off yet. <laughs> no, God bless. Yeah. Um, no, but yeah, thank you guys for uh, again listening. Uh, we got free stickers out there, so please share the podcast. Uh, I'm keeping a list uh, and. Um, because of someone sharing the podcast, I discovered a new podcast. Yep. Um, whoever the fuck you are, you look familiar. He does look familiar. Uh, Carnada's podcast. You guys look familiar. Hey, bro, shout out. Shout uh, out let's to do you. A collab. For, uh, I, yeah. I just, I just started listening to it and, um, it's pretty funny. Are they funnier um, than us? Nah. Damn, bro. Nah, bro. Like, okay, wait, hold on. Are they funnier than you or are they funnier than me? Are they, are they funnier when I was the only host? Uh, probably. That's why I put, that's why I brought you. Okay. Yeah, okay. I I need reinforcements. Okay. My, my my shit was getting stale. Um, yeah. But that's all right. Um. 
No, but shout out to them. Uh, I've been starting listening. Uh, if you need a new podcast from the city, um, they even admit though they're like, "Oh man, we grew up in Aurora, but we don't live in Aurora no more." <laughs> I was like, "All right, fuck it's it. all right, bro." Oscar never did either. I didn't. <laughs> Uh, and I'm gonna be moving, so I don't give a fuck. Yeah. So, um, and then when Kenji moves, I'll be the only podcaster in the room. No, because there's still the boys from the Daily Podcast. Shout out to uh, Olivia, Oliva. I always say Olivia, Oliva, Oliva. I'm sorry, I'm gonna get jumped. Um, Damn, and, bro, um, I'm gonna jump you for that. I don't even know that. Miguel, uh, that's a really good podcast if you haven't jumped into it. Um, there's a little bit more on the political side, but um, okay. it's really good. Um, if you do have a podcast. And you're local, um, and you want to shout out. We don't have the biggest audience, nah. but, we, but we'll we'll put you on to our audience. Yeah. Um, all the six motherfuckers that share our shit. That's our audience. <laughs> shout out to shout all the six motherfuckers. motherfuckers. <laughs> that's that's actually the the core life podcast fan base. Uh, you're actually called the motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> you know how like the there's the, you, you know how there was like the believers yeah. and uh, the directioners. The directioners. You're the motherfuckers, bro. Yeah, you motherfuckers. <laughs> Um, but this podcast episode, um, I kind of want to start off a little deep. It didn't start deep, but, um, I had a little epiphany this week. Mm -hmm. Um, I was driving back from Buffalo Grove. I had to drop off, uh, a very expensive car to, uh, a, a client who paid a lot of money. So I had to go drop it off and driving back. Um, I was thinking, what the fuck am I doing? Right. I was thinking, um, you know, I have a nice career. Uh, I have a nice podcast. I have good friends around me. You know, I'm getting married. Um, I like, I, I just felt like this huge wave of anxiety hit me at once. And I was like, what the fuck, bro? Like, where the fuck am I? Like, I like now, like, where the fuck am I? But like, where the, like, how did I get here? And to the point where like, what happened in my life to get me to this? Yeah. Point? Yeah, yeah. Like, like I, I've done so many things. Like I changed a lot, a lot of times in my major. So like, Really, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I kind of got into this career by accident. Um, and then I was just, I, I've been making really good money. So I was just like, what the fuck? And, um, and it hit me that I was like, man, I, don't, I feel like I don't deserve this. I feel like everything I've done to that point, like, either been by accident or, or like, someone gave it to me or, like, you know, and, and, and I, yeah. I, I had to look it up. Um, I knew what it was, but like I had to look it up what it was, and it's called the imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um, and let me Google this. Give you the official. Yeah, I mean, I it's a lot of people in who have gone through college, even myself at some point, have felt an onset of imposter syndrome of the feeling of I should not be here. Everyone mm-hmm. that I am working with is way more experienced, way, way, qualified, way yeah. more qualified than I am. Yeah, and I mean, we have the same, we can have the same degree and shit, but it's like, they do so much more than I do. Like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm not doing enough. And it's either, uh, it, it either pushes you down and you feel like you have to get away and like quit and find something else, or it pushes you to like step up. And so this is, I, I just literally Googled the same thing I did a couple of days ago. I was like, uh, what the fuck is imposter syndrome? It's, it's loosely defined as doubting your abilities and feelings like a fraud. It disproportionately affects high-achieving people who find it dif- difficult to accept their accomplishments. Many question whether they're deserving of accolades. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how I felt, bro. I, 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 and I, you know, I, it's funny because then they'll tell me to go talk to someone like maybe once a month. But um, I get this like huge like, in, like feeling of anxieties. Like, I, like not panic attacks, but they're like, just like 
I just start getting like my heart starts racing and like yeah. you know and then like but like this was the first time like I've questioned everything and then like at that moment I was like go fuck yourself Oscar like I, I've been doing this you know, I've been grinding yeah um, yeah 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 and but it, it came back to the the reason why I made this podcast a core life podcast it was like you know essentially I had a a, a quarter life crisis. Um, in the, in a matter of like an hour, because that's how far it is from Buffalo Grove to Aurora. Um, and I was like, you know, so many people, you know, we, we, I have people that are going to school to be doctors. I have, you know, be nurses, um, musicians, you know, financial advisors, like motherfuckers out here grinding, librarians. um, librarians, motherfuckers out here. We're the motherfuckers. Um, and I, I'm, I'm a, oh, mom's calling. Hold up. Can I call you back later? Love you. Bye. Shout out to Mother Mom. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Mom on the podcast. Again. Well, that's the that's second time your mom's been on the podcast. She's, bro, she just calls. She's coming she, back in April. Bro, she she got yeah. her baby. is on the youngest. So. She calls it on, like, anyways. Um... <laughs> You know, I, the reason why I made this podcast was because I felt like I've done so many things and, you know, I'm, I'm only turning 25 this year. And, you know, a lot of people who listen to this podcast probably went to school with me are younger than me or probably older than me. Um, and, you know, I've done way more things or have done not as much things, but they, they're yeah. every every person's uh, life path um, is different. Um, and basically what I came down and my epiphany was. No one here, you're part of the motherfuckers, is alone. And I want you to know everyone who's listening to this, whether you're driving to work, whether you're at home. At the gym. At the gym. Because we ain't there. (laughs) We ain't there. Caesar is wearing a a muscle shirt. Um, No muscles. No (laughs) muscles. Um, But you're not alone. Um, You know, whatever you're doing right now in life, um, you obviously obviously grinded or been there by accident. But I'm a huge believer in destiny. um, And I believe that everyone here has a purpose in life. And you're not alone. You know, you might have times where you don't believe in yourself. And if you're listening to this and you're in that part in life, take this as a sign. That you are not alone. Thank you. Let me just <clears throat> add on to all that stuff. Uh, because, again, I am a librarian. I've been wanting to be a librarian since I was 13 years old, right? So yeah. I am going to be 27 this this upcoming year and everything. Uh, I started working at the library at 23 years old. Not as a librarian, but as just working at the library and I did my, my grad school and everything. Mm-hmm. So that was like over 10 years of my life that I dedicated to it. And when I got that job, bro, it was so weird. Cause my girls are like, how do you feel? How do you feel? How do you feel? Like, aren't you happy? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's all good. It's all good. And my parents just happened to have been in Mexico. I think that the time that I had finished my, uh, my degree and I did a small interview with <clears throat> the RPR person at the library. And she's like, how do you feel? She's like, how do your parents feel? I don't know why, but when when that gr- person, uh, when the lady said, how do your parents feel, I broke down crying, dude, because I was like, holy shit, I did it. Like, I fucking did it. I did 
what I told my parents I wanted to do. I might not get married by the time, like, hopefully they don't pass away by the time I get married, if I ever get married or anything, or by the time I have kids. But at least I always told them from the age of, like, 10 to 13, like, I was like, I want to be a librarian, and I fucking did it. And even to this day, there's times where I'm like, damn, I'm not doing enough at my job. Or there's way, there's librarians out there who are really, really, really good, like, book-wise, and just, like, do these great, amazing things. And I'm like, damn, I'm not as good of a librarian as they are. Mm-hmm. But I'm not trying to compete with anyone. I'm not trying to beat anyone. I am there to support my staff and help them out however I can. And that's all I can ever amount to be. Like, that's what I want to be. And you mentioned, like, taking, uh, uh, like having anxiety and everything. Like, I had the same shit where, dude, I was always on alert. Like, Jessica would tell you, like, my eyes were always darting, like, just always looking at shit and everything, and I could never, like, just cool down and chill. When I was doing puzzles, I was chill and everything, but most of the time, it was nothing that, like, anyone else did, just sometimes my own heart would... I, I got on Lexapro. I, oh, went, I went to my doctor. I don't... We haven't had a chance to talk about it um, <clears throat> on the podcast, but I got... Pills? Just Lexapro, dude. This is a drug podcast? Nah, now? bro. It's just the motherfuckers just, out here. We popping <laughs> pills, baby. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, I got on it, and I, I mean, I had told my siblings, too, like, listen, like, I'm tired of feeling that way. Even my one of my coworkers, who's one of the sweetest ladies, was like, Caesar, I'm like, I'm scared that it's going to change you. I'm like, listen, Tony, I'm like, I would rather take these pills and feel a bit, a bit less anxious than keep being the way that I was. Yeah. Right? I'm like, I dealt with my anxiety myself for a very long time i'm like i didn't want to feel that way anymore um and it was after the the too skinny stuff and everything um because again like that podcast was fun and everything but having it tied so closely to the library's name it just caused like days of like unease and i could not sleep i could not eat like it's it sucked dude it really sucked and then when i finally like kind of tapered down i came down and everything i had an appointment with my doctor i'm like listen like can we talk about this? And she's like, yeah, like, let's, let's, let's get you some stuff. She's like, if you want to talk to someone, we can find someone who's in your, uh, in your insurance. And I haven't found anyone yet, but I mean, I'm going to do the same thing too. And as Oscar was saying, like no one in the motherfuckers is alone. Like you <laughs> are not alone. Uh, you might think like, Oh shit. Like Caesar and Oscar here are chilling every week. Like just shooting the shit, having fun. Like, yeah, we do, but we still deal with our own shit. Yeah. Like we, yeah. we still do. And I mean, I, I'm not going to front and be like, bro, like, I'm fucking chilling, bro. I got all this cash. I got everything. Like, nah, bro. Like, I don't, I fucking sit in my crib all day if I'm not at work waiting to hang out with my girl and doing fucking puzzles. Oscar walked into my crib. He's like, another one, bro? Yeah, bitch. I like, did say that. Like, what, bitch? Like, I'm over here popping pills daily and doing puzzles, bro. <laughs> oh, hell. <laughs> I can't believe so, I mean, honestly, just find what you guys like to do. If what you're doing isn't hurting anyone, then you're good, dude. You're just take your time. If you ever need anyone to talk to, shit, hit one of us up. Um, I was like, no, shit. <laughs> I guess you can hit me up. Um, I'm gonna I'm hit you with, damn, that's crazy. I'm like, damn, bro, that's crazy. Keep it pimping, though. <laughs> 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 uh, but hey, you hit me with the hey, bro. Like, uh, pick your chin up. Your ca- your crown's falling. <laughs> like, pick you, your chin up. King. You know, and you know where where I got where I got this whole like you're not alone slogan is uh, one of my other favorite podcasters, uh, the Ross Boland podcast. Um, he uh, has suffered from panic attacks uh, since he was like 21. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like in, uh, he's like in his 30s now. 
Um, and he always says, like, you know, at least, like, once every 10 episodes, you know, he goes on this huge thing about, like, you're not alone. And he, he's a huge mental health advocate. Um, I, I, you know, I was like, I feel like I've never talked about mental health in this podcast and especially my mental health. Um, I've talked about everything else but that, which is crazy. And then, you know, it, it's, it's definitely a, a, a stigma. And obviously, we got to break the stigma. Um, and I feel like everyone in our age group has gone through it, you know, whether they feel like they're not accomplish, accomplishing as much or, you know, they're they're stressed about money, bills, um, relationship, you know, not being in a relationship. You know, we, we all go through our different fucking struggles. Yep. Um, but don't what and then talking about struggles, you know, you might struggle with something. I might go and be my own struggles. Um, but that that like and one might be bigger than the other, right? Yeah. But that does not mean that I look at your struggles and make it what's that word? Like one up each other, like nah, bro, like mine's worse or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah, like yeah, yeah. like I acknowledge that you're like, was struggling. It's in the competition, bro. Like just because like you had a bad day, I'm not gonna go out to you and be like, bro, my day was fucking like that ain't shit, bro. My day was worse. Like that shit ain't cool, dude. Like and and, and sometimes those talks does put you in a perspective, like damn, like. My shit wasn't that bad. Like true, but at that point, like you can have that same talk, like I, I can have that same talk with you by like listening to what you have to say, and be like, yeah, dude, I had a pretty crappy day too, right? I'm not, I'm not competing with you, being like, nah, bro, shut the fuck up. I'm not gonna dismiss how you're feeling. I'm gonna tell you, hey, bro, like let's talk about it, right? And then I can tell you the same thing, like, hey, can we talk about my day? It wasn't that great. And in that same way, you can have that perspective of like, oh shit, like maybe my shit wasn't so bad. Uh, but let me be there for Caesar because you know what he just listened to me and shit like that. So, yeah, that's um, bro, I, I'm an emotional person. I my girl will tell you a hundred. I know. Bitch, shut up, bro. You get <laughs> you and Luis would cry when you're fucking drunk. Ho, <laughs> motherfucker. I'm, I'm emotional too, bitch. No, but like uh, uh, like, I, and I've told my girl all the time, and like I told my mom and dad, like I am not afraid of like telling people like hey like i'm upset what you did hurt me or anything like that and i fucking hate and i'm telling all the motherfuckers here because <laughs> we don't we don't do that shit in this podcast i fucking hate machismo bro i fucking hate that shit like the whole like mexican machismo like oh i'm the man so i'm doing this you're the woman you're gonna do this like i ain't never gonna talk about my feelings because that's not what i meant hell no bro i'm gonna fucking cry in my girl's lab link stroke my hair Fucking stroke it, like, let play, me cry. Play with my hair. You can lose it. Tell play me I'm pretty. Play with my hair. Yeah. <laughs> tell me I'm fucking pretty, please. Nah, bro, like, I'm, I'm gonna tell my girl, like, you know what? Like, I had a bad day. And when she has a bad day, I want to know that she's able to come to me and be like, hey, you know what? I had a bad day. Let's talk about it and everything. There ain't no machismo here where I'm like, you know what? I'm a man. I'm gonna keep that shit on lock. And you're a woman. You're all emotional. I don't want to hear about that shit. Like, nah, like. She's my partner. She's my equal. We should both be able to say, I'm not okay. Can we just talk? Can we just be here together? And I'm one of the ones that, like, not as much now, uh, but when I wasn't, when I wasn't taking my Lexapro, because I was always, like, my mind was always racing. I was always trying to fix stuff. My mind was always like, shit, I got to fix it. I got to fix it. I got to see how I can help to fix it. But yeah. now I'm kind of like, do you want me to listen, or do you want to try to think of ways to, to fix it? Because... I was like slowed down a bit. And I'm like, okay, like, how do you want to handle this now? So, 
Bob the Builder, motherfucker. Bob Ross over here. Bob, Bob Ross, motherfucker. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, to close, I guess that I guess this is our first segment uh, ever that we we don't really do segments. We just kind of go with the flow. Um, but closing our last segment, obviously you're not alone. Um, if you have shit to get off your chest, you can obviously DM me or Caesar. Um, I'm definitely gonna hit you with that's crazy, but don't take that the wrong way. Um, I just I'm not a counselor, so like I don't, I'm not gonna give you life advice. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I I uh, I mean I'll, I'll talk to you. Yeah, uh, I'll give you some how, advice. How about this? If you want to talk to someone, talk to Caesar. If you yeah. just want to put something in your chest, and my DMs are open, you can send it to me. Um, I will reply with that, and at least you yeah, got it yeah. off your chest. No, if you if you want to talk, I'll talk in a way that like to my of my experience, if it's a similar experience, I'm gonna help you out. But if you're going through some deep shit, we're like. I feel like yo, this is out of my range. I might tell you like, hey, you need to you need to talk to see someone, some see someone, yeah. yeah, because it's one of those things where I also feel like at times friends should not put all of their emotional stuff on other people without warning. Because can you imagine if I like just fucking obviously like, bro, I just fucking try to kill myself. I this is just an example. I didn't try to or anything. Like, but can you imagine, right? Like, just like, like shit. Yeah, damn, that's that's crazy. <laughs> keep it pimping, keep it pimping, dog. <laughs> Looks like you didn't, but but uh, <laughs> truly, like, it's it's one of those things where like you always like people say like, oh, like be courteous of the people that you're unleashing all these like emotions onto because you don't know what they're going through either, right? So keep it pimping. Keep it pimping and motherfuckers. Um, that shit's crazy. Hit us up if you need anything. <laughs> Mo- moving, moving on. Uh, got that shit on my chest. Um, the royal family's going down, baby. Royal family going crazy. Uh, bro. Apparently, like we all knew. And they got Piers Morgan fired, or he quit because punk ass couldn't take some criticism for ten minutes. The British are racist. Oprah the- being Oprah. Uh, bro, I saw that fucking thing where she was like. Were you silent or were you silenced? I was like, oh, oh shit, yeah, bro. She, who wrote that shit, bro? That's bars, bro. She did. That that that's close to um, real G's move in silence, like lasagna, like lasagna, <laughs> like the G in lasagna. That shit's crazy. That's one of the oh. best bars of my life. Um, but um, Danielle was watching The Crown. Uh, I don't know if she finished it. Um, and I was in and out of the show because she would watch it without me, and then I'll jump in and like, yeah. I'll watch it. Um, but if you have not seen that show, uh, The Crown is about uh, Queen Elizabeth's life. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has rose to her queenship and became queen, and obviously how di- how different life um, events played out and through her her point of view. Um, the royal family's uh, PR has definitely came out and said that a lot of it's fiction. Or is it a lot based off fiction? Obviously, the way they... So, this new season where they're like, oh, y'all racist? I'm like, that's true. Ah, <laughs> that, that shit's true. <laughs> uh, which is... And obviously, um, I'm, I'm not... I have not been... And I, I didn't do my research on it. I've just been following the memes. Um, but... Meghan Mark- Markle... So, yeah. Meghan Markle is married to Prince Harry. Harry. Um, who is... Princess Diana's... Boy. Princess Diana's youngest kid. Um, she had William and then Harry. Yes, and Will is... The after his dad is the next to the throne, yes. Um, and Prince and Prince Harry's like fucking eighth, you know, yeah, like his nephews, yeah. his nephews and nieces but he are like ended in front up of him. leaving. So, so like, all right, so they got married, right? Uh, Meghan Markle was uh, an actress, 
uh, in suits. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they met through a blind date. Uh, and, you know, one thing led to another. Uh, they got married. And then uh, the fucking British tabloids went crazy. Cause Nuts, dude. Nuts. They never had a, a black... Half black, you know, n- not even a quarter of a black person, yeah. and, and like she, and, and theoretically can be a queen of England. Yes, like theoretically, like they it can, you know, if everyone somehow died or wasn't worthy or whatever, she can be queen of England, right? And people were going crazy, like saying that she's too dark, saying that she um, was doing crazy, crazy shit, and obviously um, made her uncomfortable to the point where like it. Her it, and Harry left. They, they, they. <laughs> Harry, Harry had literally PTSDs of what like the tablets did to Princess Diana, um, which I did do my research on that. Um, and basically, like when um, Harry and Will's dad had an affair, um, Princess Diana found out, had a divorce, and there were, like those separations were never like really like common, mm-hmm. especially in, in, the, in the royal family. So like, um, and Princess Diana wasn't like. She wasn't really following the norms of the royal family, so like, she would wear, you know, or re- quote unquote revealing mm-hmm. wardrobe, and she will act not royally. And uh, one of the things she did was she shaked a a, a, a man pers- suffering with AIDS, a man suffering with AIDS with, without a glove, yeah, which obviously broke a lot of the stigma, stigma and behind. It, it led to people realizing that it can't be passed through hands, yeah, physical yeah, contact. Yeah. yeah, it had to be passed. Through uh, blood or, blood or fluids yeah. and shit like that, um, and obviously she she died um, in a car accident. Some say it was a hit. Mm-hmm. I said that we're I'm I'm building up a list of, of conspiracy theories for a conspiracy pot for a conspiracy episode. Bro, there's there's one out there. Hey, bro, I'll send I'll send you I'll send you a fucking link. Maybe we'll buy it for the episode. Uh, maybe I'll buy it. Whatever. It's like a poster with like all the world's craziest like. Bro, we need that. Like just one episode. Like it'd be crazy. We'll just point at it. Like let's look that shit up. God damn. Um. But everything happening with uh yeah. So Harry yeah. Harry did suffer through PTSD and everything. Uh, and like they both got especially Meghan Markle got a bunch of heat from the tabloids and everything to the point where Harry and um Meghan Markle left. Like they they were no longer a part of the. Royal family, the royal family, yeah, which, which is was like also huge another big thing. thing. Like, which I just found out today that, like, they they told. I mean, clearly the the the, the thing that kind of brought this up or that big takes away takeaways from the uh, um, interview with Oprah was that they were worried about Archie, their son, being too dark, and they didn't give him security, or they give did they, they didn't give him a title. Like they just the royal family was automatically being like we're not recognizing him. And then I I think I I didn't watch the interview, but I was reading something. Did, did Tyler Perry put them up in like a crib with security? So, so what happened was, um, obviously she gave birth. Um, they said that she was too dark, and if you look at the baby, it's not dark at all. But, um, when they Broke off from the royal family. Um, when they did that, they are also breaking off uh, from his royalties. Like, yes. like the they have like a like a salary, like yeah. in and obviously millions of dollars a year, millions of pounds a year, whatever. And he's cut off. Like, like whatever they 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 moved to the U.S. Whatever they had, that's all they had. Yeah. Um, and there's like there's videos out there, of Prince Harry like 
talking to Bob Iger, you know, I was like, Hey, like she, she was an actress, like put her on some stuff. Like yeah. they're looking for, for work. Like yeah. they're like, like literally a Royal, a Royal from the British family yeah. was like talking to the CEO of Disney. He's like, Hey, put my wife on, like we need money. Yeah. And now they're good. They, they have like a Spotify deal. Yeah. Um, and they have like a Netflix deal. Um, and Tyler Perry did uh, help him out. They, yeah. um, I heard that they he helped them get a house. Yeah. And, like, which is crazy. I was like, damn, like, bro, Tyler Perry. Um, which is funny because I saw a Tyler Perry movie on, um, on Sunday. Uh, it was Alex Cross. Okay. Yes. The, the action movie. Yeah. That shit's fire. Yeah. Um, and but Tyler Perry, obviously, a very uh, world-renowned black director, producer, actor, writer, screenplayer. Um, he fucking has this huge like he owns like part of Atlanta, like as a like he owns like damn near like the Disney World of yeah. black production in Atlanta, right? So he has a lot of money. He, I, I'm pretty sure he's a billionaire, um, or very so, close yeah. to it. And he he was like, hey, we'll help you out. Here you go. Um, and obviously the Oprah interview came out, and it came out because some staffers reported that they were bullied by Prince. Uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle and they're like get the fuck out of here like oh okay I didn't know that's why it came out yeah so like so they were lying on their name so it wasn't lying um but it wasn't like true either like it was like in the middle and they're like hold up that's not the full story and like let let us tell our story and like it was like fuck like the royal family's a piece of shit like yeah. you know they're not recognizing kid they said the decay was too dark yeah um they she thought of like committing suicide at one point because yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. the tablets was just like destroying her like her image. Yeah, like, I'm telling you, like the, the the thing that happened, I think the next day was that like Pierce Morgan, which is like the fucking like weatherman or whatever. I, I've always he, seen he, him on. Like, he's a journalist. Yeah, he's, he's a, journalist. a journalist. Which, whatever, like he a lot of his pieces were just attack. He 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 tends he tends to fucking just attack people, and people were saying like, well, he comes from the. The journalist, like, times where, like, anything was a fucking piece. Like, you fucking say what you have to say to get a reaction, to get a fucking piece if you have to. So, for, like, a long time now, he's been just shitting on Meghan Markle and everything to the point where he literally did an interview and it sounds fucking pathetic and sad and makes it sound more personal than... I mean, not more personal than it is because it clearly is personal with how he's, he's doing this where he's telling someone that, like, he had met up with Meghan Markle a couple times had a couple of drinks and everything, got to know her, like, decently well. Then she met Harry, and she, boom, cut off Pierce Morgan. Like, no longer talk to him. And then he's like, and that hurt. So I'm like, so that's why you're fucking doing this? Because you're fucking butthurt that she didn't... Jealous. Like, yeah, she, she didn't, like, bang you or whatever. But yeah, so one of his co-hosts or whatever uh, on Good Morning... Uh, Good Morning uh, Britain, Britain or whatever. Yeah. Uh, called him out. And like, dude, like, like, come on. Like, leave the fuck alone. Like, isn't it kind of sad that, like... She said that she literally wanted to take her life because of the shit that people would say. And the dude fucking walked off. The dude walked off. And I was like, I'm not going to do this. And then I think a couple hours later, it came out that he like resigned from his position at Good Morning Britain. I'm like, good. Like, you've literally been shitting on people for how long now? And you can't take five minutes of criticism? I'm like, fuck off, dude. Like, you're, mm. you're a piece of shit. But the Royal Fam is, um, uh, a lot of people say they're lizard people. Bro, uh, fucking Philip is Prince. Uh, Prince Philip is uh, purple. Bro, he's purple. Him, and, him and fucking uh, what's his name? What's the fucking politician guys? Um, uh, the turtle motherfucker. Oh my god, we talked the about guy, him. That, the guy that looked like Trump. No, the other one. Uh, what the fuck's his name? Um, Ted Cruz. 
McConnell, Mitch McConnell. Mitch Him McConnell. and Mitch McConnell, dude. <laughs> the turtle. I don't, I don't know what the fuck, like, kind of like. His, oh, necro- Mitch, Mitch McConnell I, has purple hands. That's I don't right. know what kind of fucking necromancy is keeping them alive. <laughs> fucking, what fucking brujeria, bro. But whoever is doing it, stop. Like, stop, bro. Like, let them go, bro. They're let, let them go. You just see it in their eyes. They're like, help. <laughs> you know, and, and talking, talking about uh, Mitch McConnell. He like Bitch when uh, Mitch McConnell um, when they were impeaching Trump for the second time, he said that like he did this huge speech, right? It's like, you know, shouldn't do this. We shouldn't be prosecuting a president, which the whole fucking point of impeachment is to prosecute a president, um, like the only legal way to do it. Yeah. Um, so he he voted for no impeachment. Obviously, that tipped the scale and, and it didn't go through. And then literally minutes after, he said, yeah, I, he's, he's guilty as fuck. Like, we should have fucking impeached him. Like, I don't know why we did it. And like, yeah. bitch, you're the one that said it. Yeah, you're the fucking... Um, piece, that's our politicians. Uh, they're all lizard people in the new world order. Um, yeah, that's part of our conspiracy episode coming soon. When? Who knows? Um, but keep hey, an eye out. Conspiracy, if it ever happened. Maybe it already did. In the twilight zone. <laughs> um, moving on. That's a, ooh, this is a fucking segment podcast. Fuck that. Um, Caesar, have you heard of NFTs? NFTs, bro. Uh, I looked them up a bit. The first time I heard of them uh, was reading something about one of Kings of, uh, Kings of Leon's being Kings of Leon being either their newest album being the first NFT album to be released, mm. and then I looked up a bit more on it. So it's non fungible uh, tokens or whatever. Uh, so when I was reading that at work today, I was like NFTs. Like, what the fuck is that? Like, I kind of get it. It's it's in the crypto world. And they are pretty much just non-fungible tokens being um, digital assets that cannot be, like, traded or anything for something of, like, equal value. So a $10 bill, you can trade for two fives or anything. Um, And you can still find copies of things that are NFTs out there, but people who are buying NFTs would have like almost like a certificate of uh, authenticity authenticity it's a digital yeah yeah, saying like this is the original so i was watching a a a small tiktok where this girl's all like bro i just made 3k on my crypto art or whatever like on digital art Mm -hmm. where she said that she got two ethereum which was about 300 yeah or whatever or 3k or something Um, and uh she said she's like if you don't know what an nft is it's pretty uh, an nft is it's pretty much just like um, a digital art and a way for digital artists uh, and other things of the sort to make art and everything. And you can still find things like it out there, but it's, I guess the rarity comes in the fact that like, if you had a piece of NFT, I can have the same thing, but you can say, oh no, but you see mine's authentic. Mine's the real one, right? Whatever you got, you probably just copied and pasted off the internet claiming it's real but not like mine's the real shit so uh, yeah I don't know I guess that's cool so you just went to this huge rant and you're like you're just gonna shake your head so like I don't know what the fuck that is no I I, I get it <laughs> I, I do get it it's just I mean I collect a bunch of shit so, I collect uh, go ahead NFTs are, are is called a non-fungible token um, and literally right when you were talking I, I looked up Twitter I went on Twitter I went to my fucking um, um, discover page and it literally said, 
One collector spent $175,000 on digital trading cards. They're now worth $20 million. Um, Essentially, uh, Caesar uh, mentioned uh, a digital uh, um, certificate of authenticity. That's literally what it is. Um, uh, the, the NBA has this uh, website where you can literally buy highlights. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're going, like, one of the most expensive highlights is LeBron James dunking. Um, I think it went up for like six, like, and don't, I mean, it's it, thousands of dollars, right? Yeah. Um, and I did a lot of my research on it. Um, it, it's essentially like this huge, it's like how people are buying Pokemon cards. If people, you know, collecting comic books, like it's another thing where like, it's a collectible and it's digitally and you have literally the, like, it's the real one, right? You had, you had, you can literally say it's a real one. Um, one of the benefits of it. It's like if for some reason, you know, you started or let's say, for example, my, my boy Juan, you know, Juan, Juan is a, a digital um, artist. He does. You know, he has his own Instagram. Go follow him. Um, he did the podcast logo. But let's see, he starts selling NFTs and he sells it at an initial value of a hundred dollars. You know, um, he sells it as in a bid. Um, you buy it. You buy it for a hundred dollars. Right. Juan makes a hundred dollars. You buy it for hundred dollars. You you have the certificate saying this is an original Juan Pantoja. Yeah. Then you sell it, right? It, it, it gained value. You sold it for three hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. You made your profit of two hundred dollars, but the original creator, which is Juan, always gets a cut. Okay. Of the profit. That's cool. I don't know that. And as long as it goes, and every time it sells, it, it should be selling at a higher rate because it's become more and more valuable. Juan as the original owner, as the copywriter, the, the, what is it called? Um, he has the intellectual property. property. Yeah. He owns it. That, that He doesn't own it. That's another thing. He doesn't own it anymore, but he his, it, it, but yeah. it's like he created it. So it's, it's his artwork that's moving around the, in, the, in, the, in the internet. Right. Yeah. Um, so he's always getting cut, uh, which solves this huge thing of, when Van Gogh was selling his artwork, he literally had to beg people to buy it. Yeah, nobody was buying and it. And nobody was buying it. He literally killed yeah. himself because, like, he, he no, nobody liked his art. And his art is, you know, fucking priceless. World-renowned, yeah. World-renowned. So, like, if you're telling me his art weren't worth shit, Van Gogh never earned a dime. Mm. And now it's worth millions of dollars. Van Gogh would have been a fucking billionaire. Yeah. Right? So, like... When an artist sells, like, when you're, for another example, you buy you buy prints, yeah, sign sign things, right? The the original creator gets his twenty five bucks. That's the yep. only thing he gets. Yep. But you can sell it for fucking fifty, and you made a profit. But that guy never made money. Yeah, you know, like it's another it's another it's another um, it's all the creator is always making money. Yeah, that, and, that's true. Because I mean, that's why I mean, I didn't know that part. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I mean, and if that's the case, then. Yes, I would buy digital art like that from other people. But the thing is, it's also, I I, I don't resell my things, right? <laughs> so the twenty five bucks that I I paid someone for a print, I'm not making anything so, <clears throat> because I'm not selling this. Another thing is, you have the file. It's files, right? It's code. Um, you can make a copy of it, but the copy will never have the authenticity. Authenticity. So you'd be selling it. Yeah. But you're selling, you're tending selling like this is the original one. I have made my copy. I made it. I I I printed it out. Here's yeah. my. I have it. 
I just don't own the original one anymore. And you're yeah. just it's circulating over yeah. the world. So you, you can always have it. Yeah. If, if your whole thing was I want it, I have it, here it is. Okay. But if you want to sell the if you want to sell the certificate yeah. of the original NFT, that's where that's where you you, you can sell it. Yeah. So um But I, I guess like again, I'm a collector too. Like I, yeah. I collect like fucking movies, games, like uh do, do, you, do, do you go prints. for like original prints or like first editions or anything like that? Uh, no, because those again usually like they're really really fucking pricey. Uh, like somebody's like actual like line work on stuff. Like I want to, but it's it's sometimes super fucking Bro, pricey, like hundreds of dollars. I have I have like a, an alternative cover graphic novel of Watchmen with the signature of one of the illustrators. And it came with a certificate of authenticity, lost and it. I lost it. Bitch, bro. <laughs> um, <laughs> but for me, like that's why when I go to conventions, like I drop money on, on, at Artist Alley. Like I don't buy prints, um, from other booths that are not in Artist Alley unless I know that that is the artist there. Because some artists don't have it in Artist Alley; they just have their own little booths. Because uh, sometimes, like, there'll be these fucking super fucking dope, like, prints of stuff. And I do not know if that's the artist selling them, right? Somebody can easily just be like, yeah, I'm just like, do you want this fucking dope-ass Goku one or whatever? Like, here you go, like 30 bucks. And it's just somebody who just fucking printed out all the files or whatever. Like, I just don't do that shit. So I always buy from artist at artist alley and everything. I like the NFT thing where if you buy it, the, the creator's always going to get a cut. That's awesome. Uh, but I guess that's, like, that's my thing. I always want to support the person who created it. Um, I always want to be the one who's like, all right, like, here's your money. Like, you know what? I appreciate your work. I always like it. I always come back. I always buy from you. Like your your shit's dope. Like it's almost like instead of just me getting them getting a cut from any time I sell it, it's you now have my patronage from now on. Like I am gonna be fucking coming back to you and buying. And I mean, dude, like my fucking art books are right there. I have Green Lantern artworks that are like these tall. I, I can't remember what they are. I think they're like eleven by something or like eighteen by something uh, that are different. Green Lantern characters, like the like all the different Green Lanterns, they have all the different color yeah. spectrum of them. And I I found the dude on on Instagram. I'm like, listen, man, like, do you have the newest, uh, like Jessica Cruz, uh, Green Lantern one? He's like, I do. He's like, boom. I haven't bought it yet, but I'm like, cool. Like now I'm cool with him. Like I chat with him from time to time, and it's just like, that's my thing. Like I never try to be like, oh my god, we're friends because I bought your artwork. But like if I like your artwork, I'm gonna fucking support it. You know what's funny um, about meeting creators um, working at Two Brothers? Um, they will have on first Fridays they'll have, they have their, the uh, they have their they have their people. Yeah, the uh, first Mondays. No, first they Fridays. do Monday, Fridays, first Fridays, first, first Fridays. So they'll have like like obviously the like art local bar. art, local, like art the art bar. That's what it's called. And I bought a couple of posters. Um, this dude named James Madison, James Manson, Manson. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I do follow him on Facebook. Um, he creates like. Po- like move like or the at least the ones I bought were movie posters like uh, recreated yeah um and I had him sign and everything and he told me how he does his thing and and you know he goes from art part to art part selling him stuff and that's how he makes a living um and I framed them I think I gave one to Angel um because I I bought a Cowboy Bebop one and I think nice. my sister has one because I was like uh I'll show you I don't know if you've seen my books but I'll show them to you after this episode what. The like all the books that I have that like the little like uh, binders I have of all the art that I bought. You showed me. 
Yeah, right. yeah okay. especially I think after you went to comic, uh, you went to C two E two, and you're like, oh look, yeah, I was like, oh shit, fucking version, fucking motherfucker. Go fuck dog, bro. If you're a motherfucker, you, like you might like you're a virgin, you're not a virgin, you're a hoe, you're a yeah, con- conglomerate. Yeah, that's a big word for me. Yeah, <laughs> say it again, dog. Conglomerate. Conglomerate. <laughs> 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 you're a motherfucker. You either speak really well <laughs> or really bad. <laughs> <laughs> really bad. <laughs> Uh, uh, real quick, uh, I don't know what time it is. Uh, I don't know if you want to wrap up anytime soon. Um, we're in like forty-three minutes. It's uh, pretty good. Yeah, pretty good time. Um, speaking of art and everything, NFTs and everything, I was talking to my coworker who I told you was right before we started recording. Um, that she was listening to the podcast and she got to the one with the whole COU, the whole family, uh, which was continued today. Could continue today with my mom calling. Uh. But she's an artist. She's an artist here. Oh, really? Aurora. Yeah. So she actually is going to NIU right now for illustration. And I have one of her, her or two of her comics over here. Uh, Dude, why don't we have her on? That's what I was about. Motherfucker, I was just about to tell you that. <laughs> I was just about to tell you that, dog. So uh, I told her, I'm like, man, like we'd love to have you on because uh, we have this thing called CapeCon at the library. Like, it's our own little convention. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and she was on a panel last year uh, for, like, diversity and everything. And she's really cool. She's really... Sweet girl, um, it was really quiet, super, super funny. Would she be cool? We call them motherfucker. Uh, I told her, I'm like, I'm like, hey, we'll, we'll tone it down a bit. Like, it's not bad. Like, we're not, we're not over here being like. I, I, will, I will never say anything bad to 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 our guests. I will directly say to I, you. Yes, yes, yeah. That's what I told her. I'm like, I'm like, we'll tone it down in case you want to like share it with your family and everything. But yeah. it's her and her 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 uh, really good friend uh, Kati who okay who they do the graphic not her little yeah. comic book and everything. And yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll that. Actually, you know what? It's, they have like this is her little uh, like, oh, like logo, logo here. Uh, it's it's missing one ghost because it peeled off. Um, but uh, that's cool. Yeah, I'll show you the comics uh, after the episode. But I was like, damn, like maybe we can have her on because uh, again, I want to promote other people. She wants to start. She said that she might translate the books later in Spanish so people can buy it in Spanish. Is she Hispanic? Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 Yeah, and she apparently did an interview recently where it had to be all in Spanish, and she's like, as long as the the podcast isn't in Spanish, I'm like, we got you. <laughs> it's all good. So. Um, I always want to do a a, a, spi- a Spanish episode, but I feel like our Spanish is not strong. Bro, the only the only Spanish episode that we're doing, and I thought about it the other day when I was showering. I was like, "Damn, what if me and Oscar do a karaoke episode? A musical? A musical, bro? We Where were we gonna, sing we, everything? Bro, no, 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 oh. no. We just, we just, we just choose some of our favorite songs, the songs that we think what we sing we get the copyrighted? best. Why, bro? Would you say it's covers? Oh, true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we, 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 I was about to say, we, we fly at our boy Luis. My bro, he drives. He's in Rockford. <laughs> uh, no, we, that, we, that motherfucker could be going to Chicago like once a week now. He, he can make it to Aurora. I know, like, bro. He can be here. I know. So, Luis, are you listening? Bitch, I have your books. <laughs> come pick them up. I have your what fucking books. I owe him a bunch of Percy Jackson books. <laughs> oh, <laughs> come pick them up. Um, so we'll have him. We'll just choose our favorite Chente songs or whatever. And we just. Let me, let me ask you this random question. You said at the age of 13, you want to be a librarian. What did you want to be before that? Mm. Uh, funny enough, uh, to an extent, I wanted to be in the army. I used okay. To, I, used to ha- I used to have, like, covers that were, like... Army, like, like army, army, army camouflage, yeah. okay. Yeah, and then around the age of 13... I realized how fuck, <laughs> fucked up war is. You know? And I was like, I don't want to do that. So. You, you know what they say? Like, you ever seen those memes? It's like... 
the paper towel was invented in, in like 1950. Motherfuckers at 1949, like <laughs> using <laughs> tree bark just cleaning <laughs> things. That, that's what Caesar, like Caesar was wanted to be a librarian at 13, but at 12, he wanted to go yeah, kill, motherfuckers. kill motherfuckers and you know, for, my country. for oil companies. Who yeah. knows? Um, <laughs> yeah, I saw the meme that's all like, uh, it's like somebody got a text from a recruiter and the president replied like, only if I get to choose what oil company I fight for. <laughs> Exxon. Like, yeah, like, oh, damn, this is my boy Oscar at ROTC. <laughs> um, no, bro, like, honestly, like, from, like, the age of, like, one to the age of, like, what, how old was I when 14? Um, I, dude, I really want to be the president. You're telling me from the age of one year old? Yeah. One year old. Well, I swear to God. Buddy, my godson, Jake's, Jake's son. Yeah. Is about to be one year old. Bro, I t- I'm telling that you, that kid is a fucking genius. I, I, I don't think he understands what the president is. Bro, You're telling I me knew. that your big ass head was like, I'm gonna be the president. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you <I> fucking liar. <laughs> bro, my mom can tell you like I always wanted to be president, right? And it was up until uh, up until like I I I I got into high school and I joined. For, like two weeks, I joined the freshman um, debate club or something. <laughs> no, the freshman. Um, Council, yeah, 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 like you know, the freshman president, or whatever. And I was like thinking about running, and I was like, bro, I have to campaign. People are gonna hate me. I have to do some dirty politics. Funny enough, I created fucking frat politics at the frat house. Hey, look at that! You did that at the and, bro, and now we, you know, we have one of the most conservative presidents at the house. Kick me out, you know. I'm fucking, <laughs> I'm fucking blackballed. But whatever, here <laughs> or there, I feel like it was a consequence of what I did. Oh um, but so I didn't want to get into politics, right? Like I didn't want to get into you know, you know, fucking policies and shit like that. I, I think I'd be a good politician. Um, I feel like I can too, but like, it's just like, I, I feel like I, the money, you know what I'm saying? You know, some money. Cause uh, I, I'll be like, <laughs> so you're not a good politician. Bro. I'll be like my boy Irvin, bro. Just like, I get the job. I'll hook you up for the job, bro. <laughs> the you hear that, Danielle? He just said that he wanted to hook up with, with international hookers. <laughs> no. <laughs> I did said, not he, say that. He just said, I'm going to be my boy Irvin. <laughs> I did not say that. <laughs> Are you a motherfucker? Hey, bro. You just, you just, in, your, in your head, you hear a gun clock. Uh, uh, a gun you're like, oh, fuck. Can um, I spend the night here? <laughs> for real, I'm going to be kicked out. Um, but, bro, one of the big... I, I love movies. I love movies. Um, to this day, I still want to uh, make... Or at least write a movie. Um, I I love vlogs. So surprisingly, I want to start a vlog. Um, but one thing I always like, and I still do to this day, is writing. Um, my grammar is horrible, but I, I it makes sense. Um, to you. <laughs> and I dude, I love stand up comedy. Yeah. Like probably what like the thing I'm gonna do in Oak Park is I'm gonna take a comedy class, stand up class. And yeah. Do open mics. That's that that'll be fun. Like you know. But that's something I wanted to do growing up. Um, now I'm a car salesman. My cousin uh, Felipe, who listens to the podcast, oh, he also followed me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's he's done uh, stand up at a comedy shop, and he I've mentioned to him that if he wants to be on the podcast too, he can't be. 
Yeah. Oh, he, he, he definitely when we call the motherfucker. I'm just, I don't even know. That's fine, though. That dude, you'll see the family genes between the two of us and the disparity between. It's, 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 it's see the family with the motherfucking strong ass mustaches, bro. Fucking like, best fucking, mustaches in Aurora, bro, my guy. He, bro, everyone knows that family because every all the all, all of them have anchor bar mustaches. Like, fucking, they're sailors, bro. They're fucking. Look what I got. <laughs> <laughs> you don't got shit. I don't got shit. <laughs> they have, they have. Uh, I love I, I love my family uh, and him and everything. Um, we did lose their dad recently uh, oh, to COVID. Uh, so rest in peace, my tío, uh, Philo and everything. Um, right behind them uh, lived my other like tío, uh, my tío Philo's brother and everything. And I knew that that family had really fucking good genes uh, when it comes to facial hair. When my tío, uh, my tío Philo's brother, uh, my tío Pepe, uh, had a newborn son. And by one year old, Mustache. motherfucker had peach fuzz up in his upper lip, <laughs> darker than my facial hair. And I was like, this is fucking wrong. <laughs> like, this is so wrong. Like, this is bullshit. And I look at my dad and I'm like, you. Your dad you, doesn't have any mustache? He does, but it's like, bro, you made me short. What about I your got brother? The shitty, uh, yeah, yeah, kind of. I, I think for me, it's because I never let it grow out too much. Bro, I've you, you had a good mustache. And then I shaved it. You had a good mustache. Why'd you shave it? I get bored sometimes. <laughs> I I should want to shave my mustache. I want to shave my mustache and want to shave my little goatee for the wedding. And then I said, "Caesar's having long hair. You can't do that, you motherfucker." What do you mean? Well, bro, like you you had the one exception when it came to hair, and you were keeping your long hair. I gotta keep my fucking facial hair. Your facial hair looks good. I know, bro. I just for real. I don't know if you noticed, but like in in college, I didn't have a, like I shaved my facial hair. I, I did too. Cause I had like my my shit came out patchy. Now mine's fully grown now, so yeah. like it covers a patchiness. Yes. Um, and I line it up so it looks nice. But like, yeah. I can't grow cheeks. Like, no, do you see? Like, you look bro. at literally look at bro. I got a fucking one Luigi stash, bro. <laughs> my girl be me and my girl be cuddling, and she'll be like, Why? Oh. No, bro, I will be cuddling, bro. And she'll be like, Say it. I'm like, Say what? She'll be like. You know, say it. I'm like, wow, wow, wow. But no, fuck? it's. I mean, no, dude. I guarantee you, if you you can shave your facial hair now, by I'll, the time I'll grow faster than you. I know that. No, no, but I'm saying like you'll realize like no, this is a bad idea. Bit. No, really? I'm, I'm, I'm like my face is a little chubby still. I still got to lose some weight. So like maybe like obviously in college I was way skinnier, so like my face probably looked better. Yeah. Without the mustache, but um now I literally my girl says she's like she likes clean save clean shaven Caesar, but she likes like I know your pubes are so long. Why do you gotta bring that up, dog? Why she is long as well? right here, my guy. <laughs> his name is Larry, low key. His name is Llama Llama, my guy. Llama Llama Larry. No, bro. Llama Llama Larry. What you gotta say? Fuck you. <laughs> hey, buddy, don't cut, sorry. No, I'll, let that one slide. I'll let that one slide. <laughs> um, no, but uh, I like, like I straight up like sometimes I I, I pick at my mustache too much because it's really long. Like, you're you're, you're yeah. just close to your skin. Mine like be coming out here and everything, but yeah, I, I gotta stop doing that. But uh, yeah, my god. So wait, so I get the exception for the long hair? Yeah, you just can't color it. Fuck yeah. yeah you, you you talk you talk to her. If I told I told you last last week, right? Well, my mom said like, no matter what you said, like, my mom said if, if I put a bit of aceite in my hair, pull that shit back, put it in a little bun, 
I look like Antonio Banderas, bro. So <laughs> no matter what you say, bro, you can say Caesar. You have the ugliest hair, bro. My mom thinks I look like Antonio Banderas, bro. Fuck you. Fucking straight. Keep it pimping, baby. <laughs> and with that, we're going to wrap it up. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, like always, go follow the podcast at TQLPod. That's TQLPOD on Twitter and Instagram. Go share the podcast. Uh, we're share still the podcast. Give, get a sticker. We're still giving. Yeah, share the podcast. Get a sticker. Please, you have to tag us. I can't keep track. If you don't tag us, tag one of us. Tag the podcast. I just need to know so I can write you down so we can figure out how to give you a fucking sticker um, because these are valuable. NFTs, baby. <laughs> yeah. Bro. Um. And with that, we will see you guys next week. See ya. Bye.